Hi guys, Tom Montreads here. Just letting you know that uh, this episode was recorded about a day after WWE SummerSlam, which happened in July. So it was recorded around the end of July, start of August, around there. So it doesn't have any of the AEW All Out controversy. It doesn't have any of the uh, WWE Clash at the Castle information. And the debut of Solo Sokoa, the uh, leaving of Malachi Black from LA, AEW, the uh, CM Punk controversy. Uh, and we hope to be back on track soon with uh, more up-to-date episodes. But I'm doing my master's degree at the moment. And I'm really swamped under by a lot of assessments. So, uh... For now, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. Once again, I'm Tom Montradson for Shaky J. This is episode 29.2. Enjoy. <laughs> and welcome back to episode 29.2. I welcome back. It is. This is the, it's not really much of a thing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's still welcome back to the podcast. Oh, yeah, true. That makes sense. This is before it was cool. This is Tom on treads. No, 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 wait. I'm arguing this. I'm, no, fuck it. I'm arguing this. There's been multiple times where we have had a blooper where we've said, oh, welcome back. And it's like, true. oh, no, damn it. And then we've retook it. So, yeah. True, true. But I'm leaving it in either way because I'm lazy. No, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, I'm Shaky J. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shaky J. And this week we're talking about something uh, that, like last week we mentioned, we both like, but I'm a little bit more on the passionate side than Jay. Yeah, yeah uh, we're talking about you with a bit more knowledge, and you're really into it. Like, yeah. yeah, like I know a lot of the Australian scene kind of thing. Like, I know them personally. I. I go to a lot of Australian events. I go to a lot of international events. Mm, uh, we're talking professional wrestling this week. Yeah. Uh, specifically because of the news that hit uh, now would be a few weeks ago. Mm. Of, but we'll, uh, Vin- we'll discuss that after the music, I think. Yeah. We've got to do something uh, to bring them in. But there has been a dramatic shift in the entire landscape of professional wrestling in the last mm. few weeks. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting for a lot of fans. Uh, there have already been one or two events being done under the new regime, which is yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll hit up the theme music, and we'll then we'll get back into it. Yeah, here play, Mr. Tom. Welcome. 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 Welcome to the Before It Was Cool podcast. And yeah, here we are again. Um, we didn't even actually say hi to each other, Tom. How are you doing this week? Oh yeah, sorry, I'm good. I'm good. Taya's dig is 
It didn't power me to ride this week, so I'm I'm fine. Well, that's I'm trying to get a reaction yeah, out of her. Yes. Um, now stop saying it's not that big. That'll get the reaction out of her. <laughs> <laughs> Jay just told me to say that you have a tiny dick. And then, yeah, got the reaction of, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, He's seen uh, it. He got the pictures. No. Got the pictures. They were scratch and sniff. It was fantastic. <laughs> he just said that they're scratch and sniff and it was fantastic. <laughs> she laughed. Lemon scented. She laughed and said it's lemon scented. <laughs> oh, uh, God. <laughs> My my best friend and my wife are talking about her dick. Being lemon-scented, that's the best bit. <laughs> yeah, this is... Very this appealing. Is, this is fine. It's not uncomfortable for me at all. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so uh, now that we're out of the music, we're through the tangent about my wife's dick. Massive, massive, massive penis. Where yeah, I can well, reveal the... The well, landscape well, I shifting want to talk about this because event. this is something I'll be actually be able to talk about, whereas you'll be looking at the greater ramifications. So let me have my talking moment, and you'll take <laughs> right. over. Pretty much, it's like Billy Gunn and Road Dog. In this case, I'm being Billy Gunn, where I'm not expected to talk that much, and yeah. you're the one that's going to do most of the work there. <laughs> Alrighty. So, for those who don't follow wrestling, um, pretty much the probably the biggest person in when it comes to owning wrestling, producing wrestling is Vince McMahon, who was CEO and main owner of WWE. Yeah. Head of Crave, CEO, uh, COO as well. Yeah. So I think a big kahuna in the world of wrestling, in particular Americanized wrestling. And he has recently retired amidst um, both sexual assault and hush money sort of things of female talent and workers. Plus, um, embezzlement. Well, it wasn't sexual assault. It was sexual misconduct. It hasn't been caught assault yet. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Don't want to get sued by it. Um, So, sexual misconduct and embezzlement charges. Um, yeah, because so he paid off a lot of the women using WWE money. funds. So, therefore, that's what made it illegal. Though there are, there has been some women come out saying that he has done some inappropriate stuff too. So Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. And see he, what they were paid harsh money to keep quiet. About stuff. things that were very unfriendly and things that both Tom and I believe are pretty inexcusable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with it all, like it was like everyone that I have ever spoken to that knows anything, even if it's not a huge amount about wrestling, um, have said that Vince McMahon will probably die in gorilla position, which is just behind the curtains pretty much. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the fact that he's retiring amidst a huge amount of scandal is really interesting because – well, wrestling goes hand in hand with scandal. Like there's been steroids trials, there's been murders covered up, sexual assault covered up. Um, there's been a lot of stuff. Um, Tom, yeah. As I All said, you have to do is watch uh, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring, and you can get the 411 on most of it. 
Yeah, exactly. Like there's so much there and like that's not something we're going to go into because as I said, watch Dark Side of the Ring. They've got more in-depth information than I have and probably look better and sound better on microphone. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, Tom, do you want to talk about what you know of the situation and what you know about it all? Like I said, it's uh, he hasn't been charged with sexual assault or anything like that. He's been accused of mis- sexual misconduct. What he's actually facing legal ramifications for is using WWE's funds to pay off some of these women, which is illegal because mm. that was a private matter and he used uh, publicly traded companies' funds to do it. Uh, that's what he's facing legal ramifications for. As far as wrestling goes, he is still the majority owner of WWE. I want to make okay. that clear to everyone. He owns... The most stocks of anyone. He's just not officially uh, part of creative or part of the board of directors at all, anyone. Mm. But he still owns and gets 52% of the WWE. Yeah. He's, he um, hasn't given away. Yeah. But Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon have taken over as CEO of WWE, so the co CEOs. And Triple H is now the executive vice president, where Stephanie used to be, mm. of talent relations, and he's also the head of creative. Now, what this means that the main roster will become what NXT was six years ago. Yeah, and it'll be interesting because, well, the thing I find most funny about like the change in creative and booking there is the fact that everyone for years was not wanting Roman Reigns at the top of the card. Yeah. Now he's at the top of the card and people are liking him there as a heel. But like, it's like, okay, wow. Okay. You're doing that. But the idea that you see has been wanting Triple H to take over. Like what's going to happen there? Is Roman going to stay there? What's the change? I think Roman will stay there. Hmm. Like Triple H is too smart to go, well, fuck that. Sorry. I I said that. It sounded like I was putting on an accent. I wasn't. If you're talking I like Triple H, you have fucked to... Fucked up my words. You have, if, you, if you're going to be saying it like Triple H, you have to end everything with an uh. Remember? Uh, yeah. But, uh... He's the game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, th- I think he is too smart to fuck with the way things are at the moment. Like, well, he'll leave Roman right. Reigns there. Like, uh, he won't push Brock anymore. He doesn't like Brock. He never has. He thinks Brock isn't a title fuckwit. To be honest, Brock has proven himself to be that quite a few times. Yes, uh, but at the same time, like, Brock has also proven to uh, be worth the entire fuckwit pay, if you know mm. what I mean. Like, He's well. Can I just sorry? Can I just quickly um drawn a lot of money? Oh yeah, absolutely. He's amazing at what he does when he decides to make the effort. Um, though one thing I do want to bring up is the fact that um Brock in Dark Side of the Ring, and this is something that not many people talked about, was like him like getting his dick out in front of people and stuff. Yeah, because who do you do that to? It was um uh what's the name uh. 
Uh, I can only remember her ring name as Marlena, but yeah, uh, um, Goldust. Yeah, yeah. His ex-wife. Tori? No, not Tori. No. No, no. Terry Runnels. Terry Runnels. Yeah. Yeah. He pulled her dick out, and then Vince said, "Do I?" And pretty much, Bruce Bridget and uh, and Pat Patterson said, "Do I?" And uh, Jr. said, "Do I?" Look, it's Brock Lesnar. Don't. Mm. That was all they said to her. I don't make a thing out of it. Which is pretty awful. Yeah, which is yeah, it's so fucked up. Mm. But yeah, like he didn't have the fallout like Ric Flair did. Yeah, or even at the time, like uh, like like Kurt Hennig or uh, Scott Hall. Well, yeah, they got in trouble at the time for wrestling on a plane and doing dumb well, shit. Scott Scott Hall uh, got so fucked up for takeoff that he passed out and he was out of it through the whole trip. And then yeah. they, uh, when they landed, they realized that oh fuck, he filled up the entire uh, the pocket on the back of the seat in front of him with vomit. And the toilet behind him was just filled with vomit. Yeah. And he fucked up the plane and left it for other people to clean. And so they fired him because he couldn't walk off the plane under his own uh, power mm. anymore. And Go watch Dark Side of the Ring. They did a full episode on the, the plane, ride, plane from ride from hell. And it is literally from hell. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Triple H... Is gonna be if there is Tony Khan in the AEW side of things has always said he is willing to work with WWE. He wants to do a forbidden door pay per view yeah. with WWE. As long as Vince was the alive or the head of creative, that was not going to happen. But now that he has no power in that company, Triple H might actually be open to something like that might finally see John Moxley, not Dean fucking Ambrose, John Moxley versus Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns we might actually mm. get a good good shield triple threat it could be amazing and the character work that all three of them have done recently has gotten good because he, like Tom and I were talking recently because in a previous episode we were talking about overrated wrestlers and Tom brought up um, John Moxley. And that, like we were talking the other day and you were saying that your opinion on him has changed. Yeah. Since the Blackpool Combat Club, pretty mm. much. Since William Regal became his uh, mouthpiece, so to speak, mm. my view on John Moxley has changed quite a bit. Yeah. Um, before I didn't like him, before I just thought he was overrated and he was trying to be cooler than what he was and all that stuff. But now I believe that he's actually really good. No, fair I, enough. I've had my eyes open to like what everybody has always seen in him. It just took me longer. No, it's all good, man. Like opinions change, people grow. Um and the match with Tanahashi at uh, Forbidden Door is what did it, really. Well, you're a big uh, fan of Tanahashi, thing... aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Tanahashi, uh, pretty much the entire New Japan roster. 
and went, um, like I met most of them, like my for the yeah. longest time until yesterday, pretty much. My screensaver on my phone was a photo of me and a car, and then when you lock my phone, the picture was me and Tana Hashi. Mm. And, and now, who is it? Uh, it's from the show you watch on the weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it's Mick yeah, Moretti, and uh, when you unlock my phone, it's Robbie Eagles and Matt Diamond, two no, Australian wrestlers. Um, yeah, because you're trying to do more for, like, well, not do more, but go to more Australian shows and build that sort of stuff up. Um, yeah, well, I've been going to Australian shows for a couple of years now. Did you ask any of them if they wanted to jump on the podcast sometime? Yeah, yeah, I've asked them. They're all just really busy all the fucking time. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Eagles was like, I just got the plane after three weeks in Japan and I've got four shows lined up over the next three days. I'm like, fucking hell. Yeah. Calm down, bro. Well, it's probably his main, like, it's yeah, yeah. income. So, yeah, I don't blame him for doing it, but fuck me, dad. But, um, yeah, so... The other big thing that's happened recently with WWE, and we think it might be part of Triple H's influence, is there's a big change in going to TV 14. Yeah, like that happened before. I think it was before Vince Vince was was gone. Before he was gone, but I think it was coming. Everyone, like he knew it was coming, so he was turning over the reins. I think, like, it's just, it might be a little bit too much coincidence there. From the reports, it happened pretty quickly. Yeah. Like, because in the 90s, when uh, Vince was getting sued by the American government yeah, over the steroid scandal, uh, he was preparing everything for Jerry Jarrett to come in and take over WWE while he was in jail, or WWF at the time, while he was in jail. And uh, from the reports from... Uh, like Fightful Select and uh, the Wrestling Observer and a few others, uh, there was none of that. No one was approached to run the company. It was just Vince said on Thursday night, "I oh shit, I'm gonna have to leave, otherwise yeah. the whole company's gonna get brought down." And then on the Friday, uh, Saturday morning, he said, "Okay, I'm retiring," and he okay. sent out that tweet. And Triple H was like, oh, fuck, am I coming back? Mm. And Triple H was, ah, Vince was like, yeah, you're coming back. You're taking over. And he was like, okay, then. Guess I'm taking over. Yeah. So, yeah, it happened pretty quickly. Uh, Triple H proved himself without a shadow of doubt with what he did with NXT back in the day. Uh, I was going to say proved it for quality. Um, yeah. But I don't think he proved it for sales. Like his. Yeah, sales didn't quite work because it was never on. Uh, w- it it was never on like- mainstream TV. And when it was, it was up against, quite frankly, a better show in Dynamite. Yeah, when and it was the, um, the Dynamite has proven that it can beat fucking Raw. It beat Raw a few weeks this year. Hmm. Yeah. So if you if they moved it to Mondays, it would destroy them. I yeah, of course. Like, and yeah, but like, 
NXT was supposed to be like almost like a territory bush league feel. It was yeah, like, it was supposed to be a feeder. And then they to... wonder, oh, why is this not beating their main show? It's like, well, it's not their main show. Like, there's a reason. Yeah, if you put Raw on Wednesdays, I'm sure it would win, but my, it wasn't. Yeah, it's like right. saying, oh, SmackDown beat Rampage. Rampage is a one-hour show that no one watches. Which is really sad because there's some real talent there. Yeah. Well, I watch Rampage, but like the numbers between Rampage and Dynamite just aren't there, if you know yeah. what I mean. One is the lesser show. It's yeah, and that's going to happen. I'm like, yeah. So Triple H has proven himself, especially with like uh, what he did on takeovers, etc. Oh, yeah. And the storyline building, like he's proven that he can do a massive storyline arc over several months, like what he did with Champa and Gargano. Yeah. Well, uh, those two also did a lot for it because they've wrestled each other how many millions of times? Yeah. Speaking of which, I don't know if like, Gargano is going back to WWE. I've heard he apparently a lot of people um, have been getting contacts about coming back. Yeah. Like uh, today at WrestleMania, Io Shirai and Dakota Kai returned. Yeah, uh, not is, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Sorry, yeah, they return huge because yeah, they've been released, haven't they? Or Dakota Kai had released, no, been released, and the Io Shirai left under her own right, and Bailey came back after injury. I know. I'm so glad Bailey's back. I love Bailey. Yeah, I love her too. She's probably my second favorite female wrestler. Active. Who's your favorite wrestler? actor? Uh, her name's Shazza McKenzie. She's an Australian uh I think I've heard the name wrestler. before. I think you've spoken about it before. Yeah, she's wrestled for NXT and Dynamite. Right, or AEW on Dynamite. Okay. Yeah, she's done a but, bunch of things. No, cool. Um, but yeah, still, so what do you think this impact of um, Vince McMahon leaving, what do you think it's going to do for wrestling? I th- I think it's going to open a lot of shit up. Like mm. I said, that Forbidden Door pay-per-view between WWE and AEW is now an actual rea- possible reality. Uh, a bunch of people are going to go, oh, well, fuck, I can go back. Like, now I actually believe that Wyndham Rotunda is going back to WWE. I believe that... Uh, when John Moxley's contract is up, he's going to consider going back. Uh, Punk will never go back. He didn't like Triple H either. Uh, oh, yeah, he didn't have to. Rollins will stay. Uh, Daniel Bryan will consider going back. Uh, Jericho won't. He will stay in AEW. Uh, but pretty much it will be opening the door for long-term storylines again. Because in WWE, the way WWE does it and the way I'm shocked that no one ever realized this was they don't book their 
their roars, they book their pay-per-views, and they don't give a fuck what happens in between, if you know what I mean. Uh, they don't care about the week-to-week shows. They only care about their pay-per-views because when people go back and watch, they don't watch every single Raw and SmackDown in between. They no. watch WrestleMania to Backlash to Judgment Day to whatever the next pay-per-view, No Mercy or whatever the next pay-per-view is. And they go month to month to month to month. Yeah. Where instead of week to week to week to week, because back in the day, the uh, the network didn't exist. Yeah. So Triple H is now looking at it as, okay, well, the network does exist and people can watch it that way. So I've got to change it from this month to month to month thing that the old guy was booking on mm-hmm. to this new week to week to week format. Yeah, make and the week to week quickly And that's what Triple H will bring to the table. He will change the way the company views uh, their fans view the product. So do you think, like, so Triple H, you think, will open up the forbidden door with AEW, other companies as well? Um, yeah. Most likely he'll start with, like, CMLO and Triple H in Mexico. I think he then might he'll also- move. To like New Japan or probably most likely All Japan or Noah. Though I wouldn't be surprised if you also make some connections with TNA. I mean, like they had Mickey James on there while she was the TNA yeah, Women's true. Champion. Uh, the, yeah, but that was more of an apology and also a uh, favor. Like uh, back in the day when. Uh, who was it? Ric Flair. Sorry, interjection. Ric Flair was a contracted TNA wrestler and Christian was a contracted WWE wrestler, but they mm. wanted Ric Flair for the Horseman Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. So they said he's, uh, he's Christian. Can we have Ric? And they traded. Now yeah. the last... Uh, Slammiversary pay-per-view, AJ Styles appeared at the Slammiversary. So yeah, Impact said to WWE, we'll give you Mickey for the Rumble if we can have AJ for Slammiversary. Yeah, and they've done other little things like that as well. Like um, John Cena's night, they had, what, Jericho, Daniel Bryan and Big Show? Yeah, that was AEW though. Oh, AEW, sorry, yeah, but that's still a big thing for making connections and opening up stuff. Reportedly, they asked for Punk, and Punk was like, no. Well, see, that's the thing. Punk has always had pretty positive things to say about um, Cena, but it's just WWE, yeah, he, he's not going to do he it. He just didn't want to appear on WWE show. Yeah, and I don't blame him. Like, he was treated pretty badly by it all. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I don't judge him for that like um oh that i remember what it was i was gonna say it was judging someone what do you think of a lot of the stuff that jericho's been saying recently about people and wrestlers and stuff like he's been coming across a bit of a dick recently like more so than his character is supposed to like he is one of those people that uh buys into the whole hills should be a heel 
hundred percent of the time. Yeah, but, but at the same time, like insane, he's gone like, beyond that. Hmm. He's become an absolute piece of dick. Hmm. Yeah, it's, that's my new saying: an absolute piece of dick. Yeah, that's fair because, like, going with my old thing of like not wanting um, body parts to be insults anymore. A piece of dick. No one wants a piece of dick. They either want the whole dick. Like a piece of, like a chunk coming off is just horrifying for any male. And yeah, I think exactly. any woman's like, if I'm going to have a dick, I want something that feels really good. Yeah. I want full dick, not piece. Yeah, exactly. So Jericho is a piece of dick of the week. Okay, it's changed from hemorrhoid to a piece of dick. I'm, this is still pretty um, amusing, to be honest. <laughs> oh, hey, Lauren. <laughs> I didn't say it this week. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't make uh, a weird connection yeah. there. Um, oh, speaking of piece of dick. Hey, Demo. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, what were we saying? Uh, <laughs> sorry. All the talk of dick distracted yeah. me. Um, Jericho has... Oh, yeah. Drank the Republican Kool Aid, which is weird because he's not even American. Yeah, oh, no, he's an American citizen now. Well, I think he yeah. got his citizenship, but yeah, it's um, yeah, uh, but not even politics aside. Like, oh, there's, well, there's, I'm pretty sure there's left wing wrestlers who say some dumb shit. Like, but yeah, like it's just politics aside. He's just been a bit of a dick towards some of his own professionals and people who are dead as well. In, in the system sort of thing like like I've got no issue with bad mouthing the dead if they deserve it yeah but yeah um but yeah the way he's doing it it's not classy no it's not it's uh kind of it's, yeah he's going off the deep end a little bit like, yeah and he's believing his Jericho hype yeah He's believing he's the greatest of all time, and he's not in any metric. He's Uh, not. I was going to say, for rebirth and changing himself and reinventing himself, he would be amongst it. Absolutely. Oh, as far as character work, yeah, maybe. But, like, he's never, he's not the biggest drawer. That would never go to him. It's it's between uh, pretty much four people between Hogan, Stone Cold. The Rock and Singer, yeah, and, and he'll never even... he'll never be in that conversation. He was never a crossover star. The biggest one in that regard is The, the rock. rock, and probably Cena is coming up, but it's The Rock at the moment. Mm. Oh, I don't think Cena will ever catch The Rock, but yeah. Um, but the uh, other... he's got a superhero franchise. He could. And he's part of the Fast and Furious franchise. I'd say Batista's going to do it over Cena. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, but, Batista's coming up, but yeah. I think Cena will overtake him. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll see. It's always been a competition between those two. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as crossover appeal, he's not that. As far as uh, like actual oh, he's got winning of belts, yeah, but he's not like big and Fozzie aren't really respected. 
I don't mind Fozzie musically, but yeah. Um, oh yeah, I don't mind them musically. They're just not respected. Yeah. Well, they're not and, a big band. They're not one that's cracked mainstream or anything like that. Exactly, but like, uh, and also like uh, with the title wins, he's not one. He's not set a record except for, uh, with a uh, secondary belt that no one cares about anymore. Oh, he was also the first um, undisputed title. He was the first one to have the undisputed title. Yeah, but like, look what they did with it. Yeah, he wasn't treated well. They made him the fourth rung in a two-person feud behind yeah. Stephanie and her dog. Yeah, very true. I mean, like, he got treated like shit through his whole career. He's never held the title as a baby face. He's always been ill. The most uh, respected title one he ever had was the AEW one. And then he dropped it as someone more popular who dropped it as someone more popular. Yeah. Who dropped it as someone more popular. Who dropped it to the most over baby face of all time. In Which the modern one? era. Sam Punk. Oh, you'd say. In the modern the era. I'd I'd almost put Daniel Bryan as the most popular babyface of the modern era. Oh, that's a tough call, because Daniel Bryan came up uh, when CM Punk left, so Daniel Bryan kind of took his place. Yeah, absolutely. But Punk was also big as a non-babyface as well. Like his heel work is like his heel work versus The Rock. Yeah. He was still big as not a babyface. Yeah, his heel versus Taker, that was just sublime. Oh, even like, well, the promos against The Rock, when he just said to him, um, you make, sure find your arms out the, make sure you're going to find out, your, yeah, make sure your arms are long enough before you um, try the box with God. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, uh, that wasn't the line. It was, you're going to find out the arms aren't long enough to box with God. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Life. And he Got thought of that off the top of his fucking head. Oh, he's... When it comes to working the stick, he's amazing. Yeah, because Stephanie walked up to him apparently that day and said, here's your promo. He crunched it up and threw it over and said, I don't need that. And he walked out. And gave us that. And yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's... I already know what I'm going to say. Yep. Just leave me alone. And yeah, yes. and it was amazing. It was so good. It was, but uh yeah. So Vince McMahon's the ramifications of him leaving are both going to be seen in wrestlers coming back, wrestlers seeing WWE as the viable option to return again. It's gonna mm. uh, go all the way down to NXT. NXT 2.0 is going to remain, but the storylines will change. We'll yeah. see as uh, Solo Sokoa, which is the third or so. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. He's Rikishi's other son. <laughs> and, he, and he's bigger than both of you, so he's put together. Uh, we'll see him become probably either second rung or overtake. Uh, What's his name? Um, Bron Breaker. Even yeah. though he's injured at the moment. 
we'll see uh, Bron Breaker come up to the main roster soon, like when he goes back from his injury. You think he's ready uh, for it? Yeah, I think he is. Uh, but but he's not ready on the mic. He's ready physically to do it. We'll see him go up. We'll see him destroy someone like Theory. Cause nah, Rose- theory, I know Theory was like a Vince McMahon pick, but I think he's got a big future. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that he will be taken out. I'm saying that uh, we'll see him destroy Theory to win the money in the bank briefcase. And I'm saying that because I wholeheartedly believe that Cody's coming back for the Rumble. Cody's going to win the Rumble. Cody's Uh going to beat Roman at Mania. It's going to be the big coronation. And then Bron Breaker's music is going to hit. He's going to come down and just beat the living fuck out of Cody Rhodes. And then Cody's still in the chase again, which is... Yeah, exactly. And they're going to... And they're going to turn Braun a heel by doing that. And then... Yeah, uh, so- the love person in the wrestling at the moment. Exactly. So Solo is going to run NXT. Roman is going to go away because he wants to do movies. Hmm. Uh, Ooh, here's, here's an interesting thing. What do you think of... like? With, I love your Braun Breaker idea. I think it's really, really good. What if he pretty much comes in as... Like, instead of him bringing in the case sort of thing, he effectively becomes, um, what's his name? Um, muscle for um, Seth Rollins. Yeah, it could work, but the Diesel uh, Sean dynamic has been way overdone. Well, no, I'm not thinking a dynamic like that. I'm thinking it more like. Like, imagine this sort of setup because they've been teasing a um, Reigns Rollins feud for a while. Yeah. They go into that, Bron Breaker's there, and it eventually ends up with Bron Breaker turning to try and fight um, Reigns. Like, and I think Rollins has the vocal chops to be able to keep Bron Breaker looking good and help him build yeah. up. Um, Similar to like an AJ Styles Omos sort of combo, but yeah, that wasn't done well because yeah, like I could yeah. see that really working as a building sort of thing for it, but like not like, and I know what you mean by that classic. Ah, oh, it's the um, the monster kind of thing, the monster bodyguard sort of thing. It's either that yeah. or they could bring up Bron Breaker with Cody and make like a Legacy two point yeah, maybe. Cody leading it. I don't think, I don't think Triple H will want to read Ash too much of Vince's stuff, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, I, so, I think he will. Be, my you know, my yeah. theory was bring him up like Goldberg back in the day and just have him shut the fuck up the whole way through and just destroy everyone. And when any of you want to talk to him, he just grunts and walks away. But then you're just doing an Eric Bisch- doing um, what Eric Bischoff has done and get done previously. True, true. Or that, or have uh, Paul turn on uh, Roman, or Paul realize that Cody has destroyed Roman. 
Roman is nothing anymore, so he's going to start talking for Braun. Mm. Then again, like Braun's not terrible on the mic. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be an interesting six months going forward. Like, like I said earlier, SummerSlam, there were already some B things that happened at SummerSlam that just proved that it was already different. A Dakota Kai is back. Yeah. Io Shirai is back. Like, it'll be interesting to see what other wrestlers that have left. Like, will Gargano come back? Maybe. He he appeared on Impact last week. Apparently, he has not um, signed any contracts, though. He, and he said no, that out loud. Yeah. Right. He's enjoying himself going around the independence at the moment. Hmm. I... I think he probably will go back to WWE, to be yeah. honest. Like, he's one of Triple H's boys. And the reason why he left is because he saw what was going to happen to him if he went to the main roster, and he was like, no, fuck that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. And I think uh, Triple H has already set up a bunch of feuds. Like, uh, at SummerSlam today, he... Well, I didn't watch it, but apparently set up a feud between AJ Styles and Tommaso Ciampa. I'm okay with that. That's going to be amazing. Exactly. That's going to be like one of the feuds of the year. Especially with a better um, creative working on it. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's going to... The future is bright, and this is funny to say for WWE because, like, mm-hmm. WWE, are, like, the biggest thing ever to happen in wrestling. But, like, and it's weird to talk about them like they're an independent company, but the future is bright for them going forward. They're going to be fine under Triple H, they're going to be better than they were before. Yeah, it's. I'm looking forward to it. Like, um, it'll be interesting to just wait and see what happens. Yeah. Anyway, I think that should wrap up this week's episode. Mainly because I'm tired. No, don't blame you, buddy. Don't blame you. Um, <laughs> no. It was a good episode. Um, but, yeah, as I said, I kind of took a back seat for this one and just interjected every now and again. Because it's not something I really like. I love it. I love wrestling. I really do. It's one of the first things that we bonded over. But um, yes. it's not something I have that full amount of knowledge about. I can just interject and add some other opinions and other ideas. Whereas you have the more encyclopedic knowledge about it all. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like always, if you want to hit us up on email and talk to us about any of this stuff or get my advice or get Jay's advice on anything, uh, before I get my advice on, but yeah, before IWC at gmail.com, uh, mm-hmm. hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash before IWC, uh, hit us up on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash before you see. Uh, we have a bunch of. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, we have Charming. a bunch of tears on uh, Patreon, ranging from just a help to $100. Uh, 
I can't remember what's in the hundred dollar tier. I'm pretty sure that gets our sex tape, doesn't it? Probably. That or you get a massive picture of my wife's dick. One or two. Uh either way it's a win. Well on YouTube is just searched before it was cool. Our logo had been updated to the to the main logo. Uh so you can find us through there. Uh am I missing anything? Uh, or Twitter. YouTube? Uh, Twitter. At before IWC. Yeah, everything, everything is before IWC. Yeah, except for uh, YouTube. To be honest, seriously, dude, you should just record that and just um, like have it as like an outro sort of thing. Yeah, it'll be that far way you've got easy. it all covered. You just put it at the end, like you just say, "Oh, if you like to find us on these sort of things," and like, yeah, just seriously, just we should record an outro and just have it on all of them. Yeah, exactly. Incorporating theme music, even like have an outro music where it's. Like this was the before it was called podcast. Do 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 find a song. Like I don't know. An idea. Yes. And it just saves us trying to remember it every time. Because we forget things all the time. All the time. What are we doing? Exactly. Exactly. Uh yeah. So that's been episode twenty nine point two on the future of professional wrestling. Mm. Well, see you later, Tom. <laughs> Alrighty, see you later. Bye.